Welcome to the XYZ Podcast, where we talk about entertainment and the creative process. I'm the Z in the XYZ name. I'm Zach Goldberger. I'm Eco. I'm the Y. And our X Factor this week is... Drumroll, please! Chelsea Velberg! Yay! You didn't know if I was going to say it or if you were going to say it. Thanks for having me. For sure, for sure. Um, before we get into everything, be sure to like, comment, subscribe, give us five stars, whatever. Share with your friends, or if you liked it, if you like it at the end, whatever, and share with your enemies you don't like it. So. Yeah, just like everybody. Just share. You know? I also say as a listener, I like your guys' intro music a lot. Oh, thank you. Little in- your intro yeah. song. It's like, this is great, the first time I heard it. It's so. all ego. I sat oh. down and I watched him come up with oh, it. He it was, was a curator. Crazy. He was a curator. So. I, I wow. had some veto yeah. power. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. But it was it was amazing. He sat down right over there. Uh, I'm yeah. pointing at his cool computer setup. Uh, and multiple just, guitars. Multiple <laughs> yeah. guitars. Is that drum set new? That, that is new. electric yeah, yeah, yeah. drum wow. set? That is new. Jesus Christ. Oh, you live in a recording studio. <laughs> Essentially, yeah. I play, that, <laughs> I play that thing obsessively now, like hours a day. It's uh, almost embarrassing. <laughs> Ooh, it's so, how embarrassing, like a skill, like a cool musical <laughs> skill. Ooh, how awful. Oh, awful. That's, that's oh, a huge God. humble brag on your part. <laughs> oh, man. So, uh, so, yeah, we have you here, and we have in front of us... Actually, no, first of all, just tell us a bit more about yourself. I mean, I know some stuff. Yeah. Zach knows less, but we uh, just met about five minutes. Let the listeners, yeah, let the listeners know more. Uh, yeah. What, like, what, like, like, what's, what's, where did you grow up? First of all, uh, I grew up in San Diego. Yeah. I lived there till I was twenty, yeah. and then my fa- my whole family moved yeah. to Arkansas, and I lived in Arkansas for six years, and I moved from there to here. Right. Ooh. Yeah. For improv. Right. And you've been doing improv for... Like, for, for like, the whole time I've lived here, yeah. but not before that, so... Yeah. But, like, what, so that's... Like, two, two a little two over two years, years. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. And you didn't do any in Arkansas? No, I took... No. So, like, my last semester of college, I took this acting class mm-hmm. to, like, confront deep fear. <laughs> it was, like, such a bad class. Like, that teacher and I super gossiped about how bad it was after it was over, but we did one day of improv, and I was like, I'm a god at this. <laughs> and, like, in retrospect, it was, like, some very bad, like, freeze. Like, truly sure, bad. Sure. But I was like, I keep staying in. Like, I'm so good at this. Yeah. And then I came for a three-day intensive, like, a year later, and then moved, like, two months later at random with a friend. So it was, like, the li- like I'm the least qualified person to have moved here for comedy. That's so oh, cool that's, and people have moved for such less. so impulsive and I'm not that person at all. It was like a disaster. <laughs> I mean, some, sometimes you need to do like those impulsive things, you know? Yeah. Right? Yeah, yeah. It was like like filling out apartment applications with saying like freelance graphic designer on it and being like, no! <laughs> <laughs> like, please, I hope I get a job. Oh my God. So, so yeah, I'll tell you a story of uh, when I moved to New York, this is like 2010. So it wasn't, it wasn't quite like that. I, I did have a master's program that I, mm-hmm. that I already gotten into, et cetera, et cetera. Yeah. But as far as like actually finding apartments, there was also zero plan. Like I was yeah. like, I flew in, I crashed at my friend's place for a couple of days and it was like Craigslist and phone calls and emails. Yeah. It was just like that, that, and like he said, I found something and I found actually two things that would have worked out essentially. Um, one was like a complete stranger lived in lived in Brooklyn. He was actually a, like a mid level producer for America's Next Top Model at the time, which is kind of oh, that inter- would have been, so that, that been yeah. interesting. Yeah, 
He said, yeah, it's like middle management, so it's not that interesting. Okay. Uh, the other one, which I ended up going with, is just the friend of a friend type thing. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, but like at the end of it, um, my the friend who I was staying with at the time said, yeah, when you when you got here, man, I didn't think you would be able to do this because <laughs> it was just like so disorganized. <laughs> yeah. And I was like, yeah. okay, Craigslist. All right, let's just do this yeah. now, right? that was how I found yeah. the apartment that I have now. Like I moved into that from Craigslist and it was yeah. two girls that I'd never met yeah. after mm-hmm. this like yeah. exhaustive frantic search where I was like hitting people up for trying to find people to like rent a place with me that I didn't know, like interviewing and meeting all these people. It was exhausting. Okay. So like, where are you guys each from? Like, what's your, how long have you lived here? Are you from here? Uh, I'm originally from Virginia. Uh, I moved here, the Northern Virginia part. It's uh, right by DC, the DC suburbs. But then I spent four years in colonial Williamsburg for school. Uh, Awesome. Yeah. And then I I moved out here. My current roommate situation, actually, on the topic of weird roommate searches, (laughs) my parents found for me on their college alumni board. It was real weird. I'm always really embarrassed to say that because, (laughs) I mean, I say it now on a podcast uh, because it's just admitting that my parents did all the work, essentially. Look, I met the people at a bar and it was great. It was fine. Um, Yeah. uh, But yeah, I'm from Virginia. Uh, And yeah. It's cool, I guess. How long have you been here? Three years now. Three years now. I've been here since 2015. Graduated college then. Did you move for comedy? Uh, yes. Yes. I... I moved here. The my original apartment wasn't randoms from my parents' college alumni board. It was, uh, two guys I went to college with. One was on my college improv team. Cool. The other was on the college sketch comedy team. Oh man! Uh, and uh, we just all were like, "Oh, we we'll, we all want to move to Chicago. Yeah. Let's live together." Comedy and, house. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I great. moved with a girl I knew from college who was coming here for a ceramics internship. Mm-hmm. So like, oh, yeah, that was like a weird. Yeah, we lived in East Garfield Park, which was like. Which is like not a great part of town. I don't think I even know that neighborhood. I, I know it's that like is, off is the bad, green yeah. line, and it's like yeah, bad for sure. <laughs> so um, yeah. I do not know anywhere off the green line. So before, before, <laughs> Good for you. before we get to me, so do you guys have you guys ever been to the Spliff House? Or you guys know? No, Spliff? okay, yes, you know I, Spliff, right? yeah. I know. Like I just start. I just yeah. met them. Yeah, yeah. The one of them is from San Diego. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah, they they they're all they all live together. Yeah, they, yeah. I think UMass, all UMass girls. That, yeah. And yeah, they all live together. They have a, it's a it's a comedy house. And they're it's, hilarious. Yeah, they're yeah, like yeah. such a good team. Yeah, it reminds me of yeah what you said about when you moved here. It reminded me of that. Yeah. yeah. We didn't end up really doing comedy together at all. Yeah. Any of us, we just were like, oh, let's move together, and then we did yeah. things at our own pace. They're great Separately, guys. Yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, so I grew up in Dallas. I've been around a lot. I went to college nice. in, in Southern California in, in oh, really? uh, L.A., Caltech. Oh, okay, yeah. And then um, I moved to New York for a master's degree nice. and then did uh, had, had a job there until 2014. I found a job here, and then I moved here in twenty four, like January 2014, like yeah. total vortex. Oh. It was crazy. I I did a college intensive here, uh-huh. uh, like a semester, uh, during, in January 2014 yeah. oh, is when I came out here. And I've you never... still moved here. <laughs> yeah. Oh, it was intense because like I'd never spent a winter outside of Virginia, yeah. really. Yeah. Uh, I thought I was going to die when I moved here. Like yeah. from Southern California and Arkansas, yeah. like oh, I thought I was going to yeah. die. Yeah. It was, oh yeah, that's a hundred times worse. Because yeah. we at least, we got snow at least once a year. Yeah. Virginia. yeah. Arkansas gets it for like a day and a half. Yeah. 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 That sounds like Texas. Yeah. Yeah. It can maybe once a year, exactly. Yeah. 
And uh, yeah, I didn't move here for comedy. I started with my my old roommate from New York moved here. And he mm -hmm. said, you know, improv is a great way to meet people, et cetera, et cetera. Yeah. And I started there and I just been keeping on sense. He's actually moved back to New York and is not doing that much comedy anymore. Yeah. But, uh, but yeah, that's, I'm, I'm here and still doing it. Yeah. It's stuck for you. That's yeah, so cool. Sure. Yeah. Huh. yeah. That was like a very unexpected, like I moved here. I'm like very introverted. I was like, cool. Go to my classes. Yeah. Go home. And I was like wandering around town and now it's like no free time. You got to go see your friend's shows. And oh, like, yeah. it's great. It's, I didn't, I like did not know that you made a billion friends when you started improv so oh yeah like, oh, yeah I, yeah and i was like totally clueless about everything but that's a great side benefit so it is yeah. i think like all the people i hang out with in the city are improv people. yeah yeah uh, i've been I, having trouble think of anybody who isn't i like ch i had like one improv non-improv friend for a while before she moved and i like cherished her like a baby bird <laughs> Like, and I didn't introduce her to any of my improv people because I was like, she's mine. Yeah, we talk about art. Like, yeah. it, was, it was very, uh, yeah, she was very, every time she comes into town, I'm like, yes, let's get drinks. Let's talk about something. <laughs> but I do feel like, I feel like hanging out with improvisers has like ruined me for like non, I'm always like, okay, keep the bits in. Like, don't do a voice. <laughs> like, don't be too loud. Like, they're not used to this. It's not. Well, for me, not quite because yeah. so I hang out with the other group. I hang out a lot with is musicians, right? Oh, okay. And so there, there's some funny people there yeah. that also do their bits, and it's like it's cringe, but it's like it's like yes, cringe, you know? Yeah, 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 yeah. 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 Uh, last summer, I went to LA as like for like just a hangout with my college improv team. We were just all like going to stay in a house for a week. Oh, cool. Uh, and my brother lives out there, and he's a musician. He doesn't really hang out with improvisers at all. But I invited him to come hang out with us. Now, my brother's, like, a really kind of laid-back guy. He's very cool in the classical sense, yeah. uh, for better or for worse. Today's his birthday, his 30th. Uh, anyways. Um, Happy birthday. What's his name? Oh, his name's Daniel. Dan. Daniel. Uh, Happy birthday, Dan. Uh, this won't be coming out on your birthday, but yeah. hey. The thought, the thought Happy birthday, nice. big bro. Uh, he So he came and he, like, sat down. And hung out with us. We are going to go out on a bar crawl later that night. I just remember he was sitting down with us while we were all at a table. And he just, like, he just, he just, like, pulls me over. And he's just like, these guys, they're all on right now, aren't they? <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. There were a lot of inside jokes that were going on. He yeah. was just sitting there just, just having a beer and just soaking it in. And yeah. I think he was weirded out. Yeah. It's really funny. Yeah. yeah. Oh, man. Yeah, I worry about it, and then it's like, you know what? Oh, well, it's too late at this point. <laughs> but I was at, like, a very normal Christmas party, uh -huh. and I, like, I did this thing where I, like, flipped my hair back, but I obviously have short, short hair, hair, and so there's no hair there. But it's, like, this like this hair toss, yeah, yeah. and I, like, these girls that I was sitting next to that I just met, like, I did that while I was like, oh, yeah. And then I turned to them, and I was like, I was, I was flipping my hair, and they, like, lost their minds they thought it was the funniest thing they ever heard and i was like you guys this is like the lowest like the dumbest thing i've said in like months and they just were like oh. cracking up i was like okay hello civilian ah <laughs> easy audience i'm drunk with object work oh so bad cool <laughs> well, thank you for letting me ask you about your background. Oh, for products. sure. I always sure. want to know that yeah, yeah, stuff about people. For yeah. sure. I think that's always, like, interesting. You get somebody's yeah, origin is. story a little bit. Yeah. Yes. You know? There's a reason every superhero movie has to show the origin story, because everyone wants so to see it. true.
even even when it gets super tiring. I, I will add. <laughs> I will add one more detail, which yes. is that I didn't really like my, my friend circle within the improv community, and, and basically my participation in the community, at, like the bigger community. Yeah, wasn't very involved until I got to IO. Yeah, that's mm-hmm. when it like yeah. I had taken the second city class A three because I had never done it before. Yeah, yeah. So it was good for me, and, and then you know that team was okay, and but like. You know, when that ended, they went off, and I went off, and we, and, yeah. yeah, right? And that was that yeah. kind of thing. But then when I, when I got to I.O., I, you know, I just took level one. I was like, oh, sure, it's the next thing. Yeah. See how it is. But I wasn't sure I was gonna con- con- going to continue, but then I, then I was friends with everybody. So yeah. yeah, yeah. I had the same yeah. thing. Like, I I jumped around in my A3 classes, because yeah. I, and then I did, like, I started A3, and then, like, the next semester started I.O. and did them at the same time. Yeah. And it was, like, my level one IO class like still goes to movies together yeah. and like it like loves each other but like I don't I don't honestly remember the names of like mo- of like almost any of the people who were in my second city level A class except for one of my roommates my roommate Alex right, actually right, yeah. I met her in that class so it's like yeah it's I, I, I know, like, a lot of people are, like, second city, blah, 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 but I was, like, I didn't know anything about improv, and it was, yeah, like, exactly. a very friendly, yes. like, warm place to first learn. No, I, I agree. It's, yeah. like, it is it was exactly what I needed. Yeah, but me I, too. Yeah, but I would not take it again. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> or if you have a ton of improv experience, yeah. you don't you need, would, you need it. You don't need it. Yeah. yeah. I feel like there is a little of pretension around the way improvisers in Chicago sometimes talk about second city. Yeah. Uh, which sometimes I'm one of those people. It's legit. Uh, yeah. yeah. And then sometimes it's also like, you know what? It is Second City yeah. and it is, it is what, uh, the civilians know. Yeah, exactly. And here I am being the asshole who uses the word <laughs> civilians. Yeah. Um, I it's don't know. A friend, it's like a very friendly place for you to try it. Exactly. And not, yes. you don't have to be like, I'm here to do improv. You're yeah. like, hey, this seems fun. Yeah. You know, I'm nervous, whatever. Yeah. I had a great, I like... I had a great intensive that made me feel very like I can do this. I should keep doing this. So, mm-hmm. I mean, yeah. I, did, I did a semester's worth of essentially college classes there. And it was yeah, phenomenal. It was yeah, great. Uh, I, I'd recommend it. Comedy studies if anybody's listening in, yeah. in college. Uh, yeah. yeah, just yeah. It seems like things. you know. Yeah, it's got it's good stuff. Yeah, yeah. you sure. just gotta kind of not like do conservatory and think, "Hi, well now I'll be on main stage." <laughs> <laughs> you know, yeah. be. A little yeah. be canny, but you know, there's the good stuff there. Yeah. So, yeah. anyways, did you do conservatory? I I did. I just yeah. I like just finished. Okay. Uh, okay. In the summer, I guess maybe not just finished. Then I don't remember when recently. <laughs> I finished recently. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. 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 A few months ago. I, just, I liked. I feel like I was like the ideal person because I'd never written a sketch show or no. anything. Mm-hmm. So yeah. Yeah. I was like the ideal. Yeah. I am going to be auditioning for the musical. Nice. Yeah, nice. I've heard like everyone I know that's done it like loved it, and yeah. then you also have to work way harder than normal conservatory. Oh. Like it okay. seems like yeah. I've heard it's really really good. Mm-hmm. Cool, cool. So I, I look forward to it. Yeah. Good luck. Yeah. Yeah. yeah this will be that'll be fun for sure. Yay. Cool. And yeah, I forget you—you you never did conservatory. I've never. All I did was the comedy studies semester. Uh, I know that's really similar, yeah. though. Yeah, Everyone I know I, that did comedy studies was like conservatory. It's the same thing. Yeah, I mean, yeah. you build your own show at the end. Uh, like it was—I don't know—it was pretty great. Uh, yeah. I mean, once again, that was like my first time in Chicago. Yeah. I was still figuring everything out. I was like a bit of a homebody at the time. I still am most of the time, mm-hmm. and I feel like uh, I could have maybe utilized it slightly better by like just going to more shows in general. Yeah. Um, but 
like in general, it was just an awesome experience. Uh, I heartily recommend it. Uh, yeah, and that's what I have to say about it, I guess. I don't know. The end. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, I was actually hanging out with somebody last night who who wasn't in the comedy community. I, uh, and they, I think, like, they were new to the city, and I had to be like, yeah, what? Uh, apparently, Second City's the only one they knew. It was, it was interesting. I don't know. I mean, there are people <laughs> that, that have lived here for a while, and I'm like, yo, I, you know, I take classes at I.O., and they're like, what, what, what is that? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> And then always, I mean, like, yeah, some people just go through there. They don't need to know all the weird minutia of <laughs> I mean, there's so community. many theaters, and they're so good, but yeah, yeah. there are so many. Yeah. 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 It's the town. Yeah. It's a good town for that Yeah, it stuff. is. It is. Um, so, actually, yeah, tell us a little bit. Okay, so, before we get to the list... Tell us oh, a little yeah. bit about what you're doing at Improv right now. I remember you were in on Improvised Jane Austen, right? Yeah, yeah, still yeah. Right yeah. Yes. and we're um, what is this now? Improvised Jane Austen. Mm-hmm. So it's a uh, ladies' troupe. It's been going for like ten years. Like two of the original members are yeah. still on it, oh, and it's just an improvised cool. Jane Austen novel, and it's very nerdy and fun. <laughs> <laughs> and so we're doing that at IO right now, which has been great. Um, uh, okay, I this is somewhat related. I listened to Carlos's episode okay, like yeah. last week, and I texted him about it. And I, he had just seen like the day before he had just seen me do Jane Austen, and so he was like, "Oh, when you go on the podcast, are you going to do it in a British accent?" And I was like, <laughs> I, had, "I was like, I didn't, I hadn't planned to. Should I?" And he never responded. Honestly, <laughs> so, I'm really disappointed. Right I know. Now. I forgot. <laughs> I should have like just. I should have just come in like. Yeah. Completely no. Yeah. And you would just you would have been like, wait, what? Like, no, no, I would play, I would have played along. I'd okay. Do, I'd, okay. Do, I'd, do, I'd do a decent British accent. <laughs> we have to do like very <laughs> yeah, like very stately, very like yeah, RP very or whatever yeah. um, fancy stuff. But that was like yeah. I was like ah, no, that wasn't no the plan, dude. But yeah. I could, <laughs> you know, if you think yeah, it should. Um, um, actually, the first uh, the first class of um, IO musical improv it was like this is like January last year, right? Yeah. I um. The one scene I did, uh, I did with the British accent. Yeah. And then everybody was like, oh my god, where are you from? Yeah. I'm like, I grew up in America. Yeah, yeah. yeah. We, I feel like this is such a lie, but like someone came to the show a few months ago, like Brit- supposedly British people came mm-hmm. to the show yeah. and were like, oh, are some of you from England? And they're like, no, we're, we're not, we're all American. And I was like, I'll believe it when I see it. Like, I think this was such a fib trying to like compliment us, mm. but I don't know. That would really, like, I had a, a roommate who lived in England for a while, one of my Craigslist roommates, and she was like, I was like, do you think I could fool someone? Like, do you think I could? And yeah. she's like, oh, no, never. And I was always <laughs> like, but could I, though? But, like, if I really tried, could I? And so it's kind of a, someday, I'm, someday I'll try it out. But Every time a professional American actor does yeah. a British accent, somebody on Twitter who's British is like, you're oh, not even doing no. the accent right. Like, Come on now, <laughs> yeah. dude. Like, I don't know. And then when British people do American accents, it's like, well, I was going over there and I didn't. They're like way over. I don't know. Uh, over enunciation. Yeah. Benedict Cumberbatch and uh, Hugh Laurie's American accents are the exact same, first of all. Yeah. And mm-hmm. you can, I don't know, there's just a weird over enunciation yeah. of every word. Yeah. Um, Why did they make him have an American accent for The Grinch? It's like, why did you hire Ben? I didn't even see that movie because uh, I was yeah. so like, why did would you do that? That movie just sounds. Very I have weird. so many question marks about. Yeah. I don't feel good about it. It looks weird. It's like you met. I mean, once the Jim Carrey one, you got the Jim Carrey and you got the animated one. We don't 
We, we don't really need don't another. need it anymore. We don't need a new Grinch. Yeah, yeah, yeah we don't. We don't. My mom saw it and was like, don't go. Not worth your time, so. I also just like don't trust the people who made it because they made the Lorax one too, yeah. and, which I didn't see, but I remember it looked, bad. it looked bad. And the Lorax's whole thing is he's for the environment, right? Yeah. And it was like an environmental wake up call was what the yeah. book was supposed yeah. to be. And then they would use him for all these fucking commercials, and they for, like, used him for car commercials. Stuff. Yeah, and it was just supposed to be like, look, it's a green car. And it's like, no, <laughs> your car's not green enough for the fucking Lorax. Yeah. <laughs> the Lorax would not approve of this car. I'm no, sorry. if it was um, for like a bike or alternative transportation, yeah, yeah. I might get, I might buy it. Yeah, mm. Lorax doesn't it. speaks for the trees on cars. Approve. No, don't yeah. approve. Uh, but yeah. Improvised Jane Austen. Uh, yes. I know. That's what we were. I was like, Tuesday. how did we get to the Grinch? All conversations lead to the Grinch for me. Yeah. Um, and I guess um, another uh, Jane Bond, funny but deadly. Oh, that's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know. Yeah, I know. Claire yeah. Um, and a couple, and like Claire New yeah, and like yeah. um, other IO people, and that's like a really fun, dumb other genre thing and it's another like girls only thing so it's it's like i don't know how i fell into all that stuff but it's been really fun is it this might seem like a dumb question but i've seen it on like facebook and stuff like people advertising it so is it like just girl james bond yeah it totally is yep that's awesome Mm -hmm. yeah it's really fun too we do a lot of um like we have a giant martini glass full of like different slips with different colors and we get a ton of suggestions from the audience and you pull them like mid-show so there's always like, we know in advance who's going to be Bond, and then, like, the rest of it's just kind of, we're pulling names for, like, the bad guy and mm-hmm. the love interest and stuff. It's such a, like, goofy show, and I feel like we're really starting to, like, it's, like, been really fun. The last few shows I've done yeah, have been really good. So, yeah. 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 So yeah. I guess those are my two big things, improv stuff. What about you guys? What do you, like, what's your... I'm, you like... writers, right? I'm, I've been, uh... I don't know. I'm always bad at writing. This week, I've really been trying to concentrate more on it. Mm-hmm. Uh, even though, like, I see myself as a writer, I'm still bad at it as a, as far as diligence and, like, keeping up writing every I feel day. Like everyone feels like they're not good at yeah. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. uh, it's like, I'm only doing comedy four days a week or something. And it's like, oh my gosh, like, don't. Oh, yeah. I wish I was doing it four days a week. Yeah, that sounds too. amazing. Yeah, uh, yeah. <laughs> um, I don't know. I'm, I want to try and be doing more stand up. Uh, mm-hmm. But uh, this week, I don't know. I've uh, I'm doing things at CIC mostly. Just I'm doing the coda right now, which is just you take the classes there, and then it's the after oh, yeah. performance level. Oh, cool. Uh, CIC is great. It's actually uh, all of to IL. CIC has actually been my favorite class experience. Yeah, uh, it's been amazing. Uh, they really like getting their students involved with the theater, and I just like love a smaller environment like mm-hmm. that. Um, and the people are all great, and uh, Jordan's my teacher there, mm. or he was my teacher for one level, like, there there was also Farrell and Kyle, and they were amazing, but Jordan's class fucking blew my brain, mm-hmm. it was amazing, I had him back in I.O. for level three, and it's great to have him again. Um, so I'm doing that on Sundays, I think that's at 9.30 for listeners every Sunday, uh, mm. just Google Coda at CIC, maybe I'm wrong about 9.30. Um... 
And then I'm also writing a little bit every day. I'm also trying to write some just, like, short stories that aren't necessarily comedy. I'm trying to, like, enter some short story literature-esque competitions. I've been reading a lot of Raymond Carver recently. Yeah, yeah. It's been pretentious and weird, and I love it. (laughs) Uh, But other than that, I haven't been doing much, personally, if I'm being honest with you guys. Everyone's always like, I'm doing this, I'm doing this, I'm trying to do this. It's not enough. It's like, no, that's very cool. I know I'm doing too much. Um, So, uh, like... (laughs) So the, for improv wise, I'm mainly doing um, Simply Sugar and Crowd House Team. Oh, cool! We have a physical oh, yes, environment yes. inspired to form. We play at like with the Crowd Theater, 10 p.m. on Fridays. Nice. It's about every other Friday. Uh, it's a really fun time. I, I really like that team. Um, and then as far as the, I'm taking classes at Annoyance, which has been awesome. It's probably made me better the most mm-hmm. of all the classes. Yeah, I took yeah. level one, one or two there. I can't remember which one, and yeah. it was. So I was like, yeah. oh my gosh, I haven't improvised like this in a really long yeah. time. Yeah. It was really good. Yeah. I took the first two levels. They really challenged yeah. me. Yeah. I, it was very hard. Yeah. <laughs> it was yeah. very hard. Uh, yeah, I enjoyed it a lot. So yeah. I, I'm in currently in level four. I did the music program in IO. We had so many shows for that. That was almost overwhelming <laughs> for a while. <laughs> and then, um, so yeah, I did last year. Yeah. So like December, like November, December, I did a class at Second City, which was Improv to musical in eight weeks. They're calling the project Broadway now, which oh, was cool. which was total, which was a lot of fun. Um, we didn't write all the musical. We wrote like twenty percent of it, and then filled the, filled the gaps with improv. Basically. Wow! Yeah, so that was a lot of fun. Um, other stuff I'm doing is uh, IMD for for an improv team. Uh, track called Johnny Quest. They uh-huh. are they uh, do hip hop, so they rap, and I make their beats. Whoa, yeah. that's so cool! So Aww. thank you. And then I'm in a band, but we're really just starting out. Like it's four guitar players, and two people have to not play guitars, basically. <laughs> so it's like, okay, well, this is a thing. So yeah, you have enough going on. Yeah, yeah, I, yeah. I, I think yeah. you could add another two or three. Yeah, I mean, I, on, yeah. Oh, I mean, on, as you saw, I'm learning to play drums. Drums. And, yeah, that's very cool. I need to. Re- actually, the thing I need to do for songwriting that I need to focus on to actually do it is the right lyrics. I need to. I need to develop a process for that. And stuff yeah. Like that. Yeah. Wow. Cool. So that is that is all I'm doing. <laughs> yeah. Oh my yeah. god. Yeah. Ah, well, that's very cool. Yeah. You guys have a lot of cool stuff going on. Stand-up uh, scares the daylights out of me, so I'm always, like, very... Imp- and, like, I can't do music stuff. I literally cannot do anything music-related. We have to sing at the beginning of our Bond show, uh-huh. and it's always, like, a true moment of Are terror. Are you guys doing, like, an improvised James Bond Yeah, theme? we do, like, an opening. Oh, we get, like, this, the title of the show, and then we have a really wonderful MC. Actually, that's, 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 that's actually, Yeah, that's Mission Impossible, Impossible but Oops. it's, like, very fun, yeah. but also... Uh, it's yeah. Wait, that is Mission Impossible. No, you fuck, you fuck my brain. Yeah, there we go. Yep, yep. Okay. Like Shirley Basie being like Goldfinger, like stuff Hell yeah! Produced by Albert R. Broccoli. Yes, yes, I see this. Uh, Can I tell you guys something I saw on the train this morning? Uh, speaking of James Bond, 
was just a guy on his commute to work casually watching Casino Royale on his phone. <laughs> oh, yeah. Uh, that, that is one of, my, like, one of the ones I like a lot. I haven't seen it since it was in theaters. Uh, I've, I've rewatched it several times. I'm not the biggest fan of the Daniel Craig Bonds. I don't know if, what your guys' opinions are. It's just he's too serious. You know? He's very serious. That, that's why I like Casino Royale. Is, I mean, personally. Yeah. I mean, the other ones are okay, but like, uh, for, for yeah, the seriousness of Casino Royale is like what made it more real for me. I yeah. guess. I mean, I didn't grow up idolizing like the Roger Moore and the um, Pierce Brosnan eras. Yeah. I saw them and I enjoyed. I saw some movies from them and I enjoyed them, but it's like, oh come on, like. Yeah, I, I just yeah. I I found that I often uh, have the unpopular opinion of Pierce Brosnan is my favorite Bond because I grew up with him. He's just so goofy and yeah, fun. Yeah, goofy. Yeah, yeah. funny. He's, He's so fun. stupid. Yeah. I love it. Yeah. Uh, did you guys ever see the show Remington Steel? No, it's, I have no idea what that is. It's Pierce Brosnan before he was James Bond, but essentially playing James, James Bond. <laughs> yeah. uh, he, uh, it was a TV show from the 80s. My parents got a bunch of the seasons on DVD, and I would watch it with them uh, when I was like younger. Uh, and it's basically, this. there's this detective, and she's a woman, but she uh, finds out that none of her clients like her because it's the 80s and they don't want their private detective uh, to be a woman because they're sexist. So she just puts the name Remington Steele on the doorway and she just always says he's busy. And then one day, <laughs> one day Pierce Brosnan just walks by and a client's nearby and he's just like, yeah, I'm Remington Steele. Oh my God. And so it's just him just like being a con man playing a part for her. Uh, and then he's also obsessed with movies and always, fun. it's it's yeah, a lot of fun. It's delightful. Movie. I think it's all on Hulu. Uh, it's 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 fun. It's delightful. It's oh, Pierce Brosnan. There's another spy show that I love. I think I've probably talked about this before. Burn Notice. I've heard good things. I've seen the cover of that. Yeah, I yeah. watch not almost no TV. Oh, that's fair. I'm like the last person who should be on a entertainment no, 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 <laughs> like for real <laughs> i watch too much tv and i talk too much about it i watch i don't uh, watch enough wow. movies like i watch a lot of tv and not enough movies mm. uh, as far as burn notice it's like think of macgyver meets james bond it's totally American. that sounds miami, cool miami set yeah yeah speaking yeah. of pierce brosnan i saw mama mia for the first time like this like mm. this year right okay. after like right around the time when the second movie came out because okay. i was like oh i'm gonna go see this with my friends this will be silly yeah Mamma Mia, like, people are going to hate me for this. Mamma Mia is bad. That movie is bad. And Pierce Brosnan is a terrible singer. He's awful. Yes. He's so yes. bad. It's like they cast, like, three quarters of the movie, and they were like, oh, wait, you can sing, right? Yeah. Whatever, it's fine. He's, like, very bad. And it's the highest grossing movie in the UK ever. Jesus Christ. Which I is, didn't like, know that. messed up. It's, yeah. uh, it's truly... He's but, definitely the worst part of a bad movie in yeah. that movie. And I say that as a Pierce Brosnan fan. I don't know. It's like I love so many people. Like Meryl Streep, Colin Firth. Love those people. It's still like this movie is insanity. It's so terrible. <laughs> and, I, uh, and then they yeah. made a sequel despite the fact that they'd already used all the good ABBA songs. Yeah. Like, yeah. I never saw the sequel, so I never... The sequel was fun. Yeah. I had a fun yeah. time. I saw it with uh, Claire Noon and Derry, and yeah. I had a blast. But it's still like, this is incredibly... Ch- cheesy I, I had a great i had a great time oh that was it, it, it does that does change it i remember so we watched um star trek episode uh the first the, the motion picture the first mm. movie oh yeah yeah oh. I, when i watched it alone i was like this is the most boring movie yeah I've ever it's seen. so boring and i watched the first mom and me alone and i kept like yeah. pausing it to go get, i never do that yeah. i kept pausing it to go get up and like get a snack to, like, do something get else it. yeah exactly yeah 
But I watching watched a movie it, by yourself can be hard. But see, we when we watched it with uh, it was me, you, Derek, and Eric. Yeah. Oh, that was, Derek and Eric, the boys. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That was a lot of fun because we just talked trash the whole time yeah. about it. Yeah. It, it. It was my first time seeing it. I kind of enjoyed it for what it was. Maybe it's because we were all there and together. Yeah. But uh, even though like the 20 minutes is slower than the first 20 minutes of 2001. Uh, <laughs> oh my gosh. Which, okay, so which one is that? Is that the one that has uh, Khan? No, no. No, no that's number two. That's, number two. that's a good one. Okay, what's, yeah. the, what's the first one? It's, um... They Voyager. find like Voyager, the Voyager satellite, the real one, it's but it's like, the future, and oh. now it's become like AI or something. It's like this huge construct, but in the center is still Voyager. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. Maybe I haven't seen that one because I remember we watched like my dad is a big Trekkie, and we mm. went and saw the like new Benedict Cumberbatch, mm-hmm. like yeah. Connor, like this was so fun. Yeah. And then then like went home and watched the old one. And it was like watching paint dry in comparison. It is a lot. It's like, oh, yeah. It's they're just like so, slow. Yeah, they're just slower. And yeah. it's like, it's only because of the contrast that we were like, oh. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but but it's still fun. I mean, I feel like before J.J. Abrams, Star Trek was just slow. Yeah. Like, I, I, yeah, I, I, yeah, I'm a fan, yeah. but it's a slow going Yeah, show. it super is. It um, definitely is, yeah. And I mean, and the earlier ones were even slower. So like, yeah. I... I I, I've seen every live action episode aside from Discovery, which I haven't watched at all. But up till Discovery, I've seen every live action episode. And like when I went, so I watched a bunch, and then I went back to watch the original series. Yeah, and it was so boring. I fell asleep so many like times. The art direction in that show is like, uh, like unreal. It's so bright and yeah. like I love, like I loved it when I watched it for the first yeah. time. I was like, look at these like bright. Blue drinks they're drinking. Yeah. Oh, yeah. These, all the computer screens are like yeah. swirly patterns. Yeah, it's psychedelic. Oh, it was yeah. so awesome looking. It was my it was first so experience slow. watching yeah. it. Uh, like, I watched it before we went and hung out and saw yeah. those movies. And I was just so amazed at how... Because I was just delighted by yeah. just how colorful and funky it yeah. was. I've been watching TNG a little bit beforehand, mm-hmm. and I love it. Uh, and it's got its, like, cheesiness to it. But the level of cheesiness in the 60s yeah. with the brightness oh, of the like colors. Like the red and yellow buttons and stuff. It's so, oh. it's so groovy. It looks so, so cool. Groovy. I took so many screenshots like on my laptop. Yeah. I'm like, look at this. This is so beautiful. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Not the point at all, but I really like it. But also, yeah, it's yeah. still slow, but it's, yeah, it was, yes, yeah. yeah. And it's so, I love the, uh, there's an episode where, uh, you might have seen this, where he, where Spock talks essentially a sentient rock. But, yes. But it looks like yeah. a mop. It looks like a yeah. mop. Oh I mean, my gosh! So, oh, so cheesy. It's so weird. It's so awesome. What a good show. Yeah. Uh, speaking of space stuff, I did see on your list. Oh, uh, you put the movie Treasure Planet. Okay, uh, which, so have you seen that movie? Uh, not in a few years. Huge fan when I saw okay, it in theaters. Thank you. Okay, uh, for some reason, it's been coming up like multiple times lately. Where I'm like, oh yeah, Treasure Planet, and people are going like. Mm-hmm. It's like this is a. I know it didn't do that well when it was in theater. It was post Disney Renaissance. Yeah, it, it was. Uh, it also, I just I was reading about it today, mm-hmm. and it's like the same guys that made Little Mermaid, which is bizarre. Oh, like yeah. the same guys that pitched that pitched Treasure Planet. Yeah. But that movie is so good. It's like it slays. I think I think it's I think it's really it's not brilliant. Yeah. But it's I mean, like exciting and fun. It's exciting. Cool. I love the world of it just yeah. so much. Like, that's what I remember from it. Because yeah. I just remember, like, because he had that solar sailing Sail- surfboard, surfboard thing. Surfboard thing. Uh, have you seen it? Have no. you seen Treasure Island? Oh, okay. so cool. Oh, so many people have it. It's yeah. Treasure Island in space. That's what yeah. it sounds like. Yeah. 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 And it's, okay. it, 
It's super rad. And all the aliens look really cool. Yeah. Uh, the the pirates are the, these like borgs and stuff. Yeah. Yeah. So and, and they're flying like a pirate ship, but it's in space. Yeah. Like it looks like an old pirate ship, right. but it's a spaceship. It's fucking dope. It's so cool. Even if you're like, okay, the characterizations are weak, blah blah blah, whatever these reviewers are saying, like. You watch people flying around in pirate ships in space. Yeah. It's really fun. It's and amazing. I was like, so many people have not heard of this movie. I've never seen this. It is now like, it's like here's an opportunity, a platform in which to extol yes. the virtues of this. Emma Thompson voices, the, Emma voices Thompson. the captain and she's so good Emma in it. Emma Thompson is so, Emma Thompson is like my queen. She is truly my queen. She's so good. Martin, what, uh, oh, Martin Short, Martin Short? Is in it? Yeah. yeah, he plays yeah. the robot. He's the robot, which okay. is like, uh, young Joseph Gordon-Levitt is mm-hmm. the kid. Mm-hmm. Yeah, oh, see it. It's good. Funny. You should uh, watch it. It's a fun time. It's it's similar in it's similar in the vein. Yeah. It's the same era of yeah. uh, Disney that did Atlantis: The Lost Empire, which I remember less. Yeah, uh, but I think it was still, still similar and good. Yeah. Uh, I think. I don't know. I remember Treasure Planet was on Netflix a while ago, and I remember coming home. I, I think I was in college, and I came home drunk, and I just opened my <laughs> laptop, and I was like, I'm going to watch yeah. this. And I watched the first 30 minutes, and then I passed out. Yeah. Uh, but it was great. <laughs> I watched Emperor's New Groove recently. Ooh, that movie is still good. It's it's good. That I put that ahead of Treasure Planet, no it's, offense. No, it's so funny. It's so funny. It's genuinely so funny still. It's, I mean, it's... Patrick Warburton's Church. character uh, is... Uh, it's such a it's such a good movie. And I was afraid to watch it because I was like, I remember this being so hilarious mm-hmm. when I was a kid. And it's... It, it was the funniest movie I'd ever seen when I saw it's it. It's so... Yeah, it's so good. Uh, it's so good. It's... Oh, my God. Like, that is an, oh, I feel like an overlooked era yeah. of uh, Disney in general. Because mm-hmm. it was like, I think after Hercules or so, they yeah. just, people stopped paying attention. Yeah. And, oh, yeah. I don't know. To so the, like, non, non-big non ones or whatever, I don't know. It's, it's good shit. Oh, it is good. Anyways, stand up for what's right. <laughs> See Treasure Planet. See Treasure Put it Planet. on your list. Yeah. It's worth it. But if we had to pick, we'd still take Emperor's New Groove. Yeah. But do both as a double do feature. Both. Maybe triple feature with Atlantis the Lost Empire. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I don't remember it, but it was good. It was fun. Yeah. All I remember is them blowing something up, and they were like, it took 10,000 years to build this yeah. pillar in 10 seconds to bring it down. Yeah, something lovely. like the French, something like the guy with the It was the French dude. It was the like, French yeah, dude who did the to blow it up or whatever, yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know why that's the line I remember. Yeah, it's not like a great line. But it was fun. Yeah. <laughs> Anyways, good. I'm glad someone has seen. I'm glad. I'm glad you saw it. I'm not surprised that you haven't because almost no one has. <laughs> okay. It's been yeah. making me mad. Yeah. Anyways. He emailed me Check. your list of topics. Oh, yeah. I saw it like 15 yes. minutes before right. I got here. And I immediately so excited, yeah. messaged him. Good. I'm so stoked to talk about Good. Planet. Good. Yeah. Good. I want to extol the virtues yes. of it. People, uh, you're missing out. Yeah, you it know just, what? It just looks so cool. It's just so cool looking. It is. The whole thing. We don't need a live action remake of Aladdin or Lion King, all these movies we've seen a billion times. We need a live action remake of Treasure Planet, live which never got its Treasure due. Treasure Planet would be unbelievable. Oh my good. god. Imagine it, it would like, with the technology they're using in like Guardians of the Galaxy and like Star Wars, Wars yeah. and all that shit. Oh. But Treasure Planet, they're on fucking. 
pirate ships in space, they don't need to explain mm-hmm. the science. How they're not yeah. dying. Yeah. <laughs> because there's, like, no yeah. bubble right. around right. the ship. Right. They're just, like, hopping around in open boats in yeah. space, and you're like, we're fine with this. This is okay. <laughs> <laughs> it looks beautiful. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you. I, I remember in that era, whenever I'd read a book, I would envision, for whatever reason, certain characters from movies would would be the character like characters in the book I would imagine them looking a little bit like characters from movies that I had seen and I remember I think it was do you guys remember that Pendragon book series I've heard of it okay it's it's some kid who starts traveling to parallel earths uh it's it's some YA novel I never YA series I never finished it uh but there was one where a character to me was just so clearly Emma Thompson in Treasure Planet yes and uh it it was good stuff She's, like, one of the few people that I truly think I would lose my mind to meet. I would have no idea what to say to her. What has I she been bad at? She's just Literally fucking... nothing. She's nothing. Knocked it out of the park she's every time. She's so good. And she's such a good writer. She's such she a good... She writes? She writes. Okay, so she... I think she won an Oscar. I know she won a Golden Globe, speaking of Jane Austen, for her adaptation of um, Sense and Sensibility, which is a very... I think not super friendly Jane Austen novel, and she made this wonderful, beautiful adaptation that Ang Lee directed, and it's timeless and great, and she wrote that, and she also wrote uh, Nanny McPhee, which is a good kids movie. Like, it looks weird, but mm-hmm. it's good, and it's well-written and stuff. I just movie. remember Nanny McPhee's face scaring me a little bit. Yeah, it should. And it's that, I never saw it mm-hmm. because of that. Yeah. Uh. It, that's perfectly reasonable. <laughs> <laughs> She's terrifying. She looked like a nightmarish um, Mary Poppins. That's that's exactly it. Yeah. 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 But uh, she's she's great. She's brilliant. Uh, I highly I highly recommend Sense and Sensibility as a movie. It's great. It's really good. Hugh Laurie. Kate Winslet. I love Emma Hugh Thompson. Laurie when he's actually Hugh Jack- doing his... Or not Hugh Jackman. Hugh Grant. Several Hugh Hughes. Grant. Yeah. Hugh Grant uh, and Emma Thompson. Also, this um, is British royalty. Yeah, and also, um, oh my gosh, Colonel, Colonel Brandon. Why am I? Alan Rickman. It's like it is like a I'm freaking all star cast. It's Man. so good. Alan Rickman and Emma Thompson in the same movie is always a good movie. Yeah, you got Harry Potter. You got Love Actually. Wait, what is yeah. what does Alan Rickman do? Because I remember I remember the name, but I don't remember where from. Hans Gruber, Professor Snape. Die Hard, Harry Potter. Probably Hans Gruber. Yeah. Yeah. That's where I remember. Okay, yeah. I almost tried to do an Alan Rickman impression, which I've never done in my life. And I'm really uh, glad I held it in. I'm really... Like, <laughs> Harry... Nope. I'm, I'm no, not going to do it. I'm not going to do it. I, I, already, I already failed. It's <laughs> <laughs> like very... I'm not... Nope, we're not, I'm not going to do it. No, I'm not going to try. It's not going to... Yes. This is an audio platform. Yep. People are going to hear. Nope. Not, not doing it. No. Yeah. Every time um, I try and do an impression, I... Somebody comments to me how bad it was. So, yeah, I'm yeah. just close to people can guess what I'm trying to do. And also I typically say, this is my Emma Thompson impression. Mm-hmm. And then I do it. Yeah. And they're like, oh. <laughs> so that's just not really a strength that I feel like I have. <sighs> we started that's, doing that's this warm up before our shows at mm-hmm. CIC where uh, you run around in a circle around the person in the middle. And then they point at you, they stop you, and then they say... Uh, they tell you to do an impression. It's either an oh. animal or it's a famous person doing an animal. And even if it's an animal, for whatever reason, I can never do it right because mm. I always get really in my head about how Flustered. I'm going to do it. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so they guess me really easily because I, first of all, I take a full 10 seconds to just hold it in. 
<laughs> thinking about it. Which you should never do an improv. An improv, you should just fucking do it, and it's probably better that way. Which is one of the reasons I love Jordan. I feel like that's one of his main lessons. Um, yeah, I don't know. The point is, it's always embarrassing to do impressions. Uh, uh, yeah. I can do accents, but not impressions. I can't even do accents, dude. Really? I can't. I can't. Uh, the one thing about accents is like, uh, if you try hard and fail, it's very funny. That's like, true. Because that's like, true. there have been shows where they're like, you're an Irish person, and I'm like, Oh, toits, toits. Nah, it's like, <laughs> all right, here we go. And like, here it's bad. Yeah. Uh, and I lose it or whatever. Yeah, yeah. It's, you know, I do lose you're it. You're trying yeah, that's, very that's hard. Yeah. 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 That's one of the Jane Austen problems is like, we start talking before the show. Yeah. And then afterwards, it takes a good like 15 or 20 minutes for us to be like, okay, it's time to stop now. It's time to stop. And like, <laughs> okay, American. Okay. Yeah, it's yeah, weird. Which sounds so fake, but it's like very. <laughs> it really is a problem where we're like gathering our things and yeah. we're like, thank you so much for being a waitress. And we're like, oh my God, you uh, can stop, stop. You're horrible, either, you're vile. They either super appreciate it or yeah. they're looking at you going, who are you kidding? Shut up. <laughs> Shut up. Stop it. We get it. You 12 do people were at your show. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, anyways. Good. All right. So let's see. Next thing. I forgot what I sent you, actually. That's cool. I have it on my tablet. What we got? Here, we, what we got? here we go. Uh, we've got... All right. Tell me which one of these you want. You feel what the most like talking about. Right we've got you. weird jobs, love languages, uh, winter survival methods, smart homes, oh. yay or nay, uh, and Marie Kondo. Yeah. Um, and also general creative process. General creative process. I feel like we've yeah. talked about yeah, that a yeah, lot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, we've also talked about Treasure Planet, yeah. obviously. Yes. Uh, I'm glad Treasure Planet was the one we got to first. Oh, that was I, the one that for sure was like first in my heart. Yeah. When I saw that, there was no way we're gonna, okay, we're not gonna. Okay. <laughs> I was making uh, my mission. All, all of the like those have all just been things that have been in my week a lot. They're just uh-huh. like been in the air a lot lately in my life. I think there's one I want to ask about because yeah. I've been confused about it. I'm yes. on the I'm on the apps. I'm on the dating apps. Yes, yes, yes. Uh, so I see it a lot as like uh, a prompt or whatever, and yes. I don't understand it, and I can tell. Some people seem to really understand it. Yes. Uh, it's the love languages. Oh, oh yes. Yeah, 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 yeah. So what is this? Okay. So I, uh, the publishing company I work for publishes the book, the five love languages. So it's like mm-hmm. how my rent gets paid. So I should definitely be an expert about it. And I'm not as smart about it, but I'm close. Mm. So there's five, obviously five, yes. clearly five. Uh, and I know them all, mm-hmm. uh, receiving gifts, words of affirmation, physical touch, quality time, acts of service. So the theory is it's the, and you can kind of like, there's one that's maybe your preference and then like ranking yeah, down and like, I really like this and I, I really don't care about yeah. this on like a scale, but it's like how you prefer to receive like affection or love and yeah. probably how you give it as well. So like I... Mine is definitely words of affirmation, and one of the ways I know that is that I am very prone to, like, complimenting people or, like, texting them when I think about something that's nice about them or something. And I don't, uh, yeah, or, like, I I don't really care about acts of service. Like, I don't, like, if someone does something for me, I probably don't really notice it as much. So, Mm -hmm. that's, it's, it's how you prefer to give and receive love. Yeah, yeah, and when you find out someone's, it's like, oh sweet, now I can kind of like hack making you feel good, and I don't have to like (laughs) 
not try as hard. But mm-hmm. like you have like, like a, I'm you gonna have a succeed more. Yeah, yeah, yeah I'm yeah, gonna succeed more. Yeah. yeah. So when someone's is like quality time, I'm like, okay, I'm gonna put my phone away and like be try mm-hmm. to be very yeah. present and like um, not be distracted or whatever. Or like when it's the presence thing, you're like, sweet, I just gotta like just gotta go buy like something, hone in yeah. and find you something good yeah, or whatever. Yeah. So Wait, so yeah. yours were again. Let's see. It was not acts of service that yeah. It was the words mine of affirmation. Goes, mine is like words, like words, words of affirmation yeah. for sure. Then probably gifts, uh, gifts, physical touch, and quality time were all together. And then like acts of service was like just like, like zero. Yes. Yeah, like, so words of affirmation at the top, the yeah. other three in the middle, like even, yeah. and then yeah. yeah, yeah. So a lot, and like you take this quiz, and it's questions like. Would you rather have a present or a hug? And right, you're like, yes. well, they're both nice, but yeah, I'd yeah. rather have a present or yeah, something. Yes. So it's uh, it's one of those things where you're like, how legit is this? But then when you think about it, like another way of looking at it that I've that I've heard that was good is like ways that you're maybe hurt more as well can like mm. tell you what your love language is. So like, I don't care if someone like doesn't make time for me for like a couple months because like I'm a busy person and they're yeah. a busy person and they get it. But if someone says something mean to me, I'll like remember it for a really long time. Mm. So it's just like, I don't know. That's like another way of looking at it. So that yeah. actually makes a lot of sense. Cool. Yeah. I, I don't know. I'm, like, yeah. I'm like thinking about what we're yeah, yeah. I guess yeah. I can, I can have to talk about what I think mine Yeah. Are. What do you think? Let's see. So I'm pretty sure well, like one high, very high up for me is touch. Yeah. Yeah. And then I, very low is probably gifts and acts of service. Yeah. Middle is like quality time, and the last one was what? Uh, words, words of affirmation. affirmation. Yeah, yeah, those are the those are the middle. Yeah. 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 That's it's weird. I feel like too. Like I used to not be a touchy person, and now since moving to Chicago, yeah. I'm like I want to hug everyone. Yeah. So I don't know. It cha- I yeah, obviously, it, it can change. Yeah, I wonder if it does or something. But yeah. Uh, what about you? Uh, I'm trying to think about it. Yeah. I know. I feel like pretty high up. Uh, and they're because here's the thing is I'm hesitant about them because I know in the moment I'm often awkward about giving or receiving them. Yeah. Uh, words of affirmation and physical touch are definitely high up there. Yeah. But at the same time, I'm so bad at accepting compliments. Like I, I am too. Though. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm t- yeah. like awful at it. Like uh, so bad. I've been. Uh, this is going to be a super humble thing to say. Uh, <laughs> I've been kicking ass on my uh, the temp position I've been at the past <laughs> couple weeks. Uh, and today. Uh, the person uh, kind of told me that. Uh, they had told me that a couple times, so now my ego's all stoked. That's yeah, why I don't yeah. like receiving compliments, because yeah. I know my ego oh. is easily <laughs> stoked. Uh, and I feel like I received it in a weird way when she when she was like, yeah, you, you're you like our all-star right now. And I'm like, huh. uh, oh, yeah. And I feel like I said something that made me sound like a cocky asshole. <laughs> uh, but I don't know. I was also like really kind of touched that somebody said something yeah. nice about me when at my old job, no one ever said anything nice about yeah. me. Uh, and it's one of the reasons I liked this other place. But also, I don't know, uh, I'm also very awkward about giving and receiving hugs, but whenever somebody gives me a hug, it's just the best part of my day. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. Uh, and then I'd say, I'd say receiving gifts is maybe my bottom, even yeah. though I still love it. Yeah. Uh, I, li- I think great. I like all of them. They're all great. Yeah. 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 Uh, For me, it's like, I'm so specific about what I want that it's like, you're probably not going to get it right. Yeah. 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 Actually, yeah. acts of service is my bottom. Yeah. I lied. Uh, but yeah. 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 Uh, yeah, and they're all nice, they're but all it's nice. like, and I think about it too, is like, how do I like to be noticed? Because I was like, I don't always like compliments, but I like love to be perceptively roasted. Oh, well, yeah. And like that, I think, is like a form of words of affirmation because yeah. it's like, I have noticed you and I've noticed this thing about you and I'm yeah. telling you and like ver- like verbally showing you what I've noticed or like 
oh, I've noticed that you like this kind of thing, so I'm giving you this gift, or like, I don't know. I think it's mostly about like how you like to be seen or noticed mm -hmm. or something like that, too. We used to discuss a lot in my college improv uh, team about how much like a really in, in, inciting uh, insult. Yeah. Just like that cuts you to your core also feels good. So good. Because if somebody's just figured you out. They paid yeah. such they, close attention. They know what hurts you. Yeah. They know they know the flaws that you, you think about or sometimes don't think about but are in the back of your mind. Yeah. I don't know. And it, it kind of feels nice to be heard. Yeah. That way. yeah. Or like when someone so does an imitation that, yeah. of you and they yeah. nail and then they nail it, you're like, oh my god. <laughs> I love sitting there just yeah. feeling like, oh my god, I thought I was a fly on the wall. I didn't know you noticed me yeah. like that. Yeah. Oh my when, god. Uh, when Hannah and I were like were like about to become roommates and we're getting coffee together one day, we did impressions of each other to each other. And I'll never forget it. She was like if I was going to do an impression of you, I'd make sweet little clap, like crab claws. And I'd go, so I just got rid of all my sweaters. And I was like, oh, God, <laughs> I've never been so deeply known. It was like too, it was like too real. And I was like, you are my dear friend. <laughs> he knows me truly. But yeah, getting roasted is like my favorite thing in the world. So it's I good. I think that's part yeah. of it, you know? It, it can it can tell gifts. you somebody is like a true friend. Yeah. 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 Oh yeah, a joke gift that yeah. like is something that you genuinely find funny. Yeah. That they knew you would find mm -hmm. as funny. Um. Yeah. yeah. That's that's the good yeah. stuff. That's mm -hmm. better than like an expensive gift for yeah. you. Yeah. Yeah. Sure. Um, yeah. Don't, I mean, expensive gifts are great. Yeah. You know. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so now you can hack it. Like now it's like yeah. we know we freaking know what the love languages are. Mm -hmm. Uh, but yeah, it's just been coming up a lot lately. People talking about yeah, love languages. Definitely, let's, yeah. Let's have a chat about that. Also, at my work, they have this big. Since it's such a huge book for the company, they have this like big exhibit. You mm -hmm. can go in and like the words of affirmation area. You push all these buttons, and it will say something nice to you. It's like a museum oh. thing for the five love languages, and it's very funny. Is there just a robot that hugs? <laughs> I wish. I wish they have like things for you to like. There's like a a wall of like, okay, here's the physical touch corner, mm -hmm. and it's like, here's a velvet texture and grass mm -hmm. texture, and you're like, that's not as fun. And also, they don't give you a little present for right. like. It could just be like a little tiny present, but they just don't like a it. little fun just size like Kit Kat. Little, yeah, like yeah, yeah, it's just like, yeah, yeah, yeah just a little something small. Yeah, I would go get that every day though. Like I work in that building. If they yeah, gave yeah. me a fun size like little, little tiny Reese's, I would go get that every day. So I guess it's for the best. But it would have to be refilling that a little too much. And probably yeah. a little too often. Yeah, yeah. So that's fun. Anyways. That's the, cool. The I was end. confused about that. Yeah, yeah. You're yeah. welcome. Yes. Yeah. yeah, I remember talking about this with, um, I mean, it was level one, I think, that, yeah. with, that, with that group of people. Yeah. 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 It's cool. It's nice to know. It's like, I don't know. It's it's interesting, like, especially with my family. I'm like, oh, okay, my sister likes quality time, so I will try to be a little more, like, mindful with her and not look at my phone or, like, change the subject all the time or something so yeah. yeah yeah i feel like i have a little key to like a little more successful in my relationships i'm not the most intuitive person in the world uh, i have to be like told stuff yeah, yeah. It it's kind of cool to see labels for those uh yeah. things yes. those those things in the universe that are like non-tangential yeah just so you can get a grip on yes. them and, yeah. and yeah. figure yes. them out yes. yeah yeah um your girl needs it i am yeah. not a person who's like 
guessing that she needs this right now. I'm like, I have to be told. I have, like, no idea what's going on. If you, like, need a hug, you should probably just tell me or something. So, yeah. Anyways, that's helpful in my life. Like, yeah. Let's see. Do we actually want to get to the early question? Oh, is it early? I don't know. I don't know what your thoughts are. We're at, like, 55. We're at 55. We could do another subject, or we could ask you. We could do... We can ask you and then go do it. Yes, I think that's because that can take a few minutes to think. Yes. Yes. Um, So we have this thing we call the Steve Israel Memorial Question. You may have heard if you've listened to it. Yes, yeah. Okay, once again, Steve Israel still alive. Uh, Live and well. Always disclaimer. I think he might be in Texas right now just hanging out. Uh, (laughs) I don't know. Uh, He was recently, at least. Uh, He lives in Maryland at the moment. But uh, anyways... uh, it is, what is the craziest thing you're willing to admit you believe in? And we can move to another topic if okay. you want some time to think about it. I've thought about it so much. Yeah. I'm, like, still not sure because there are so many things, like, anyways, you can finish your sentence. I've no, that was my whole sentence. Yeah. I mean, I, uh, I've i been asking, we've been asking those people this question yeah. for uh, nigh upon what episode is this? Uh, 13, I think. 13, oh, Nipon, yeah. less than that, because we didn't ask it in the first couple episodes. Oh, that's true. <laughs> yeah, it's just you guys. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, uh, but I still feel like I don't have a good uh, answer. I have, like, really, I have really thought about it since listening to Carlos's episode, because, like, of course, things like aliens, but, like, that's, yeah. that, but that also just seems so it's not plausible. that crazy. Because, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, like, yeah. They're, they're probably, like, so far away, we're never yeah, gonna exactly. know, yeah. like, mm-hmm. it's just, you, you just can't, like... Yeah, it's the, what is it, Fermi's theory? Fermi's paradox, yeah. Like, I can't make a reasonable, like, not sciencey enough to be like, I know this must be wrong, and I know this must be right, or, like, I I have enough information to make a solid guess. So, like, there's a lot of things like, you know, the afterlife. Like, a ton of people believe in that kind of stuff. So I bet the craziest thing that I'm like, I also don't think I'm a very introspective person in some ways, where I'm like, I wonder if astrology is real or if mm-hmm. like tarot cards are real or something. But I bet it's like, I bet it would be something like that if I really thought about it of like, how could we make up all this like weird, I don't know. Sometimes I'm like, how we all, how is like all these, how do all these cultures have like fairies? Like how have we all made up that stuff? But I, but also I'm like, I don't know. So yeah. I don't know if that's my smartest, probably, probably afterlife. That, that's kind of okay. wild, right? Yeah. Sort of wild. I guess it's Time pretty wild. People, I guess like a yeah. lot of people. A lot of people believe it. But yeah. also a lot of people, lot of people are don't. turning on it, you know? Yeah. A lot yeah. of people don't too. I don't know. I, I still don't that. know if I believe in an afterlife. Yeah. I want to believe in an afterlife. Yeah. I I just try not to think about the possibility of there not being one. Yeah. Yeah. Because yeah. it's terrifying. It's terrifying. Yeah. I would rather be tortured for eternity in <laughs> hell, which I don't believe in any sort of hell. That doesn't yeah. make sense to me. But uh uh just an eternal blackness, an eternal nothing. Not yeah. even that, an eternal nothing. Yeah. Like, you wouldn't even be able to process it, and that yeah. bothers me. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah, there's so many things in, like, human nature and, like, my, my myself and, like, how we've always lived in, like, time. Like, human beings have always lived and died, and, like, we're still not comfortable with death. And, yeah. like, we're, you know, and we've been doing it for a gazillion years and we're still like we hate it and we haven't gotten used to it or like I don't know the like longing for more time or like things like that I'm like how how could that like how could everyone feel that way if there wasn't like some 
way for that to be like some like some reason that that was solved or something. Does mm-hmm. that make yeah. sense? Like, how could we have a longing for something that we could never have? Well, maybe that's what makes life precious. Oh, I mean, that's maybe. like that's the like that's one thing where I I. I whether like I I don't I'd say I don't know if we have there's an afterlife, yeah. but mm-hmm. I act as if I don't believe in it. Yeah, you know, because like if you think about That's it, if you, did, if you did believe in it, like you would just you would be okay with just like jumping out the window or something like that. It's like Maybe, yeah. it's a lot of like like probably a lot of religion yeah. as far as like religious wars come from the notion or like religious violence come from the fact that you are so confident that there is an afterlife yeah that's like I, i'm gonna just do something here that's crazy I'll, get i'm gonna get killed. an amazing reward or something right. yeah and then there's like this uh, you know the old saying there's like no there's no atheists in foxholes yeah and it's meant as a compliment but i'm like wait that means atheists don't fight wars <laughs> right oh that's interesting yeah, yeah I, that's interesting yeah uh there was like a tr- i i never saw I the movie because i think it yeah Ended up not, so people were saying it wasn't great, but it was like a Netflix original. It was essentially about the concept of, it was a Brit Marling, Jason Siegel. I saw the trailer for it. And yet the concept of the movie is they scientifically prove there is an afterlife. Yeah. And so a big part of it is like so many people start dying because they find out like no one's punished for suicide or whatever. Huh. And it's like this great place. And so the trailer looked like it was just all the people who decided to stick it out huh. uh, were just being super depressed, uh, which is every Brit Marling movie. But yeah. 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 Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Ultra depressed people. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. yeah, that probably is like the the wildest or the most like controversial thing that I would think. Because like, a lot of, there's a lot of stuff where I'm like, Dude, it'd be rad to think Bigfoot's real, but like, I just can't. I just can't. <laughs> yeah. So yeah. some things just, just they feel so patently uh, ridiculous that in your soul you yeah. want to. And I'm such a doubter. I'm yeah, such a yeah. doubt. I'm such a doubting person that it's like, it, yeah. Yeah, yeah, I don't know. So yeah, that's probably my, that's probably my thing. Oh, one thing since you mentioned, uh, like, I was thinking about this, like psychics and like, this, yeah, the, the, that whole area of like, uh, and astrology. I'm, a, I'm yeah. like. I, I don't think it's like real, real in some yeah. sense, right? But I do think it's probably very perceptive people. So, yeah. like, even if you pay money, then you're probably getting good value out of that. I know, right? I know. Yeah. It's that's just such an interesting thing. Yeah. So many people I know are like very, very like into that stuff. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I, I don't know if that's just like a girl thing or like the people that I hang out yeah. with all the yeah. time or something. But like, a ton of people are super into yeah. it, and and I've like never like known anyone who was into that stuff before so it's like very interesting like the yeah. more i hear about it from these people the more I'm yeah like, like this is intriguing like yeah. I, i've turned yeah actually i think it was rebecca that turned like for it was for astrology but then yeah i think about other things yeah where she said that i think i was like mainly talking to you but i was like somewhere vaguely in the conversation <laughs> <laughs> at the time it was uh she mentioned that you know like the astrology stuff she said she didn't really like believe literally the stars you know yeah blah, blah, blah. Mm-hmm. But it's like, well, I mean, there are cycles in, in your life. So, like, your first experiences, et cetera, yeah. change. Like, and, and then I relate to this thing where it was, like, hockey players tend to be, like... The Malcolm, is that, it's in a Malcolm Gladwell book. Right, they're yeah. all born in, like, the same, yeah, same, month, same or like month or two months or yeah, something. And, yeah. yeah, and that's because, like, they're, they tend to be older during their... Yeah. Like, they're t- older in their cohort. Yeah. Therefore, they play more and they get better, et cetera. That's exactly... I just right. talked about that with my mom yeah. the other day because I'm... Uh, I'm a Gemini and I did this like yeah. I do a show on my birthday every year because I have a couple friends with the same birthday and like last year we expanded it yeah. to people who are all Geminis and you're all like, twins and they're and we're all 
insane and like the same we all like spoke the same way and we're just like nutty in the same way and I was like this is unsettling yeah. like I've, it's weird like it's very weird that we're all so similar and so I was literally talking about that very yeah. same thing with my mom of it's, like it's probably something very there, similar yeah. yeah it's probably something in society or the way we experience life based yeah. on when we're born based you on know, being that, born in late May yeah yeah, yeah for whatever yeah. that changes the way you, you behave for there, there yeah. are unexplainable patterns within the universe that yeah. just I don't know that maybe they're decided by the time of year or uh, just the way human society works around yeah. that yeah, yeah, yeah. or like, maybe even technology somewhat mm -hmm. defines that yeah and it know. probably it's more it's ever changing probably yeah, like yeah. yeah. oh technology. yeah yeah but there yeah it's uh, that's why like after that hearing that and thinking about that I, I try to just completely dismiss yeah, yeah me like, too like the psychic thing I, again I don't literally believe that they can yeah. read your mind etc but it's like if you're very perceptive and you're and like sure you're you're conning people into believing that it like but if you're that perceptive and you give good insight then like who am I to judge that yeah. if it if it if means if something helpful, to yeah. the person if it if it's helpful yeah I mean it's yeah. the same thing with religion if like it if it helps you get through the day uh, why not believe in it as long as you're not using it as a cudgel to belittle people which a lot of people yeah. do with yeah. religion right. but yeah. uh you know at the same time you know it has its good size yeah, yeah. of course yeah. yeah i know it's uh, one thing i was like wow. i'm growing to a point of like okay yeah, who knows who knows what's going on with that stuff yeah. so yeah, yeah. Uh, we can get to another one of those topics. I didn't yeah. mean to jump ahead to that question. I didn't know it's how long it's gone at this episode. Oh, yeah. cool. And uh, so I, I would say I'm curious about uh, your your opinion on smart homes. Okay, what? So far? Actually, I vaguely know. I was about to ask what are smart homes, but actually, for yeah, the the listening audience. Okay, so I'm a very new. I'm not like a brilliant person on this, but a couple. A few months ago, I got, like, a Spotify family account so uh -huh. that I could get a Google Home. Yeah. So I was like, cool, cool sweet, thing, a right. free speaker, and I'll share this with my sister, and it'll be $3 cheaper than normal. Yeah. And uh, it prompted this, like, huge discussion at my work about how, like, Google was going to be listening mm -hmm. into my conversations. Right. And I'm like, whatever, I don't care. So I have it in my room. And, like, I'll tell it. It's, like, very fun. Like, the robots can have me. It's, like, very fun to tell it to do stuff. <laughs> like, play this album. And it, like, will. And it's so fun. But I'll tell it to, like, play, you know, rain sounds or, like, white noise in the middle of the night. And it, like, can hear if I'm asleep or not. Because, like, I'll be laying there perfectly still and it'll, like, go silent or go quiet. And then I'll, like, move around. And it'll start again. Oh, so wow. it's, like, listening to me all the time. And I went to this one couple's house where they had their whole home set up so they're like alexa so they would tell it like turn the lights on or like raise the tv out of this thing and so i just wonder i'm always like curious to know if people are like freaked out by that like it feels like the future to me but also i'm sure it's bad i don't know what what how, how, how do you gents feel about giving your home control to like a, an alexa or something so I'll go ahead and get since you, it looks like you're thinking about yeah. it. So I'm just like so in the middle. I'm just agnostic, yeah. you know. I, I feel like I want two homes. One where I can just go. One that's just a walled in where I can just like a B. Yeah, exactly. You know, just like no modern technology. Like a, a fireplace. Yeah. A nice chair. And then yeah. one that's like the house from Ex Machina. Yeah. Where it's just uh -huh. like a future land and just everything's automated and, and I'm just, and cool. oh yeah and it's sleek and cool yeah, yeah. exactly yeah um, so I, I have like yeah it's 
I've somewhere, yeah, my thoughts on this. I don't, I never thought, I never got the draw of buying a device like that. Yeah. Because I, I, I didn't think about why until you mentioned this. For some, it's probably partially because I program. Yeah. Because it's like, it might, part of the appeal might be that you're telling the machine what to do. Yeah. And I'm like, I do that already. All the time. Yeah. 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 So that, that part, part of the appeal is getting to boss something around. Yeah. You guys are going to be the, you guys are <laughs> going to be the first ones to go on the robot revolution. <laughs> no, the thing is like, it's like they, I, I'm like bossing them so little and probably giving so much like power and personal information uh-huh. and like everything. And I'm like, just like give me a little bit of luxury. Like, let me be in the mm-hmm. bathtub and you'll like play this Fiona Apple album that I told you to play. Yeah. And you can like, have control of my life like they'll love me like they'll they'll be terrified of him but they'll love me <laughs> yeah. they'll be like she's so easy to control we just have to like <laughs> send food to her house or something <laughs> and it's like fine you know you yeah. guys see it was a while back but there was some amazon alexa glitch where they would just laugh randomly. Oh, oh my god, that'd be so creepy, ah. right? That would be so creepy. I think that's the number of reason I one one reason I can never have one. It's not the fact that I'm oh. just bad with money and I'm scared I'd get go broke with one of those things. Uh, it's the fact that uh, oof, oof, that that laugh, the possibility yeah. of that laughter Laughing ever coming in the middle up. Of the night. Yeah. Oh, my favorite thing that's Skin happened cross. so far is I asked my. The speaker thing and it's like the most basic like cheap one you can have um to play claire de lune and it was okay. like okay playing claire de lune from the movie twilight and i was like that's <laughs> not what that's <laughs> and i like lost my mind is that so bad are you like yeah. that? are you like having a hard that's time pretty right bad <laughs> look yeah. i'm not gonna lie from twilight look oh. just quick caveat i do think uh there are some good the, the Twilight soundtrack is actually surprisingly decent. Yes. Yeah. Uh, but the <laughs> fact that it's playing the, the, the Claire DeLune from Twilight. Google it. And, that's and like it has to tell thing. you that. Yeah. yeah. It's probably the most popular version. Oh, oh no. gosh. Probably I was why. like, I screamed. I truly screamed in my home. And I <laughs> texted it to a lot of people who were not as appalled as I expected them to be. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That was That's my favorite thing that's happened so far. The Google Home. <laughs> it's very entertaining yeah. to me. Yeah. Okay. Well, yeah, I'm not. Yeah, for me, I'm not worried about the um, the listening because it's like it's like who watches like what what the whole big government surveillance thing, yeah. right? It's like well, it takes to actually watch it in detail. You have to have a lot of people do it. Yeah. And so it becomes really impractical to actually. Yeah. yeah. It's like if somebody has a grudge against you, I mean, you would know that like. If you knew that you pissed somebody off with the government, you would already, yeah. you would already just, yeah, yeah, you would know not to do it. Yeah. You would be all yeah. 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 You'd be, yeah. The government does not care about me at all. Yeah. So I'm just not that worried about yeah. it. But, yeah. I'm not worried about it, but you know, there's start of, there's the, the, the part of me that's just worried about, you know, giving up freedoms creep, whatever, uh, yeah. where, you know, it slowly adds up and there's a part of me that just worries about how they use data they collect to create advertisements and we live yep. in a capitalist hellhole right. and you know all that mm-hmm. uh we don't need to get into that uh <laughs> walden house here we go walden <laughs> house yeah the one thing you also you mentioned that like i i somewhat identify with is the idea of just having a, a space with less technology mm-hmm. yeah. or or your or restricted types of technology let's mm-hmm. say right because i was thinking like 
Uh, I mean, there's um. So with the music stuff I do, there's a there's a group I joined. It's called Daw is Jamming, and a Daw is a digital audio workstation. Like what you're looking at there is is one of these, and it can yeah. do lots of crazy things, and it's really cool. But it's like uh, it's like almost like option overload, and it's it because mm-hmm. it does so many things. You never learn any individual part of it like that well. Oh, interesting. You're always like googling to figure out. Oh, how do I do this and that? And you maybe things you use commonly you won't yeah. memorize, but it's got way too much stuff, right? So there's a movement of, of people that try to use less of that, and it's not like they're they're against DAWs, but they try to take the creative, creative process away from that. Yeah. And I'm like, yeah, I, I started like I originally when I was thinking about this. No, actually, no, years ago before I knew about this movement. Right, let's put it that way. Like I would never think that to to go in that direction. Yeah. But recently I have, and it's like it's for the, those reasons, which is that like um. The hardware that I do use, it's standalone, it's away from the computer, and it has options, but I learn them, and I play it as an instrument rather than yeah. being like, oh, I have to figure out how the fuck to do this thing, and it yeah. slows me down. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I feel the same way about writing, where it's like, I, I have tried, I had, like, part of the reason I got the tablet, I have a keyboard, which is like, oh, I can sit in a coffee shop and, like, write, and write lyrics, let's say, right? Yeah. And I never did, so, but then the other, like, two weeks, three weeks ago, I took a notebook to a pizza place like after rehearsal i went to eat pizza and then i like started writing and this just it was just really easy yeah uh, and so i'm thinking maybe i need to get a small notebook so i can do that more often yeah so you know there is something yeah. to just you know I remember, reducing technology yeah, yeah yeah i remember there was a kickstarter like a yeah. few years ago for this um it was like a a word processor but it was like this uh, i think it was called like the hemingway or something mm-hmm. and it was like this typewriter there was like a word, it was a word processor and you could like, here's your, you know, word doc or whatever, but it was like, it won't connect to internet. It won't do anything. Just yeah. so you yeah. have to sit there and write. Yeah. And like, well, that's why people, yeah. uh, that's amongst other things. Like people, I feel like sometimes people shit on people who are obsessed with typewriters. Cause like old school they're typewriter. like, Oh, that's yeah. such a hipster thing. But also it's a way of writing. That's just, it's mechanical. You have zero distractions. Mm-hmm. Yes. You're just, and you have to uh, think harder about things because yeah. if you can't correct mistakes easily, you have to be mindful. Yeah. Um, for sure. Uh, and I mean, that's the cool thing about a word processor too. Yeah. Is, yeah. I mean, you don't have to be as mindful, but you don't have to worry about distractions. Yeah. And, and there's similar things like that where, um, I, I, I start Googling like what, how people used to do four track recording. Right. Which is, oh, yeah. Yeah. It's like a, box like this it's got tape and there's four tracks on it and you have to work around things by like recording bouncing everything to a single track and stuff yeah. like that and it's like okay and a part of the reason i looked at that was i was re watching an interview with other recording engineers about what they missed about the old days yeah and one of the things they said was you know what i miss the fact that i had to rewind the tape yeah which mm. is like that seems weird because like who, who doesn't want it to be just instant yeah and they're like well it gave me time to think mm-hmm. oh interesting yeah. I'm like, so yeah, it's building part of the retro movement. Isn't like, isn't about swearing off technology. It's about, Oh, like trying to find those things that the old technology forced you to do that were beneficial. Yeah. That, but you wouldn't do naturally. Yeah. If you, yeah. Yeah. So, and then you could then perhaps bring that idea back into your digital workflow too. That's interesting. Yeah. Well, that, and also like just true art, is mistakes a little bit i don't know it's always like fun to like listen to a song where they like do something in the recording or whatever that if they had had perfect technology or whatever they could have maybe corrected it but it's like kind of cool to hear it raw and to hear like the little 
screw ups or whatever. I, I hear those mistakes a lot more now because I've been doing more ear like listening or learning stuff by ear, and I'm like, yeah. when you do that, you listen to things in real detail, mm-hmm. and I'm like, wow, I never, I definitely did not hear that before. Like I couldn't even remember that. I, I, I've obviously the track has been the same for like 20 years, yeah, mm-hmm. and I've never heard that before. Like the two main examples that I that I for me are um, Dream On by Aerosmith. Mm-hmm. There's the there's the kind of like the guitar interlude where da 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 that part. Like there in in the second time around, it's very obviously he fucks up huh. for, for me. Like when I, because I'm like, wait, that sound is weird. And I'm like, wait, that's the sound of like when I my fingers are not in the right place and I kind of just choke. Yeah, and I'm like that's what that was. And the other example is like there's a it's an Iron Maiden track called Passchendaele, and it's just like the intro. There's like instead of sliding in smoothly, it's like they do like there's a chromatic note in between. I'm like that is a mistake. Yeah. And I've been listening to that song for years and like only like the last two months I've heard that. And I'm like, it's funny how when you get on the other side of making stuff, yeah. you realize like, oh no, like you don't have, typically you just like don't have the time to make things perfect. It's like, yeah. it's just done. Yeah. Like, mm-hmm. um, at my work, I've had to illustrate a few things and it's like, I always thought had this like vision of doing illustration and being like, cool, you're going to have a couple days to, like, work on yeah. this, like, make it perfect. And it was like, nope, when you're drawing a dog in 45 minutes, you have to do it in 45 minutes. And so it's like, this is Whoa. the best thing that I could do in this amount of time. And yeah. it's like so much, like, so many things you it, – it's so weird on the other side of it. Like, everyone's just, like, scrambling to get everything done in yeah. time or, like mm-hmm. – but it's like a godsend too, because like yeah. I, there's things that I don't have time for. I, 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 yeah. yeah, I have a lot of stuff. I yeah, finish. and I what, actually, one of my um, uh, I ever actually never met this person, but uh, this guy Nate, he um, I met like online. He's a he's a musician, um, but he he played like a lot of crazy like extreme metal mm-hmm. and got into a lot of different like orchestral textures and industrial stuff. But like he would never finish projects. I, yeah. yeah, and it's like there's no deadline, there's no pressure, um, and it's and I'm like that's probably the reason. Yeah. yeah, yeah, that's like the Pixar guys will say like we never finish a movie, we just release it. Yeah, yeah. you just have to. You just, at to, a certain point, yeah. you just have to be done. Yeah. Well, you yeah. you have to be like given limitations sometimes to just yeah. and like you have to. I mean, that's what I was saying before. It's just. Um, I don't know. Art is sometimes those mistakes, and sometimes yeah. they're like happy. They're they're Bob Ross, happy, happy little accidents. Little accidents. Um, yeah. And like sometimes you'll see a film director, and sometimes their most interesting stuff is their earlier stuff. Yeah. When people when they had like a limited budget, and people were just were telling them no, and they uh, you know, uh, and then like later in the career, they're given unlimited budgets, and they they're allowed to be yeah. indulgent. And sometimes that's good, and they can fulfill their fantasies. And yeah. sometimes. It, it it's just not as it's a more boring yeah. product. Yeah. Helena, uh, Helena Bonham Carter one time in an interview yeah. was like, "The bigger the budget, the crapper the script. Like the, it, things yeah. get like worse. The bit like more yeah. cooks in the kitchen and yeah. stuff." Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I mean, I've been feeling like I don't know. Uh, I love. Quentin Tarantino, because I'm just a basic dude. Uh, <laughs> it, oh my gosh, that is like big. That's like the boy <laughs> version of basic. I never yeah. thought of oh, that. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Oh my gosh, that's <laughs> so funny. Uh, oh. And like his best movies are are like Pulp Fiction or whatever. Yeah. Before like Hateful Eight, I I I didn't not enjoy, but it was a little overly self indulgent. Yeah. And it's just people are not telling him no. He doesn't have. Sally Menka editing him anymore because yeah. she passed. Yeah. Uh, so like he's suddenly just given all this power, and sometimes that's 
I don't know. Like, artists should be able to fulfill their wildest dreams, but also sometimes the coolest things they do are the choices they make when they're when faced with a problem. When they've got to be scrappy, yeah. Yeah, when they've got to be yeah. scrappy. I don't know. Did you guys see Sorry to Bother You? No. no. I feel like I need to. I don't oh, remember man. what that even is. I can't stop. Like, it was my favorite movie last year. Uh, it was this movie. I don't want to talk too much about it because okay. it's one of those movies that is just, it's so off the walls. It's crazy. Okay. And I feel like if you're told too much about it, like you should. Like what? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, It's it's definitely a little bit about uh, labor unions, Uh, but like that makes it sound boring. It's a funny movie. It's hilarious, (laughs) Uh, and it's got Lakeith Stanfield and Tessa Thompson and some other people. Anyways, uh, it's that director's first movie, uh, and you can tell, and that's part of the fun of it is just because he's doing things that somebody who's made a movie a few times might not do. Yeah. And it's just yeah. like, I don't know. Uh, it's just so interesting. It's like, yeah. just, I don't know. Uh, and it's like funky and weird and everyone should see it. Uh, <laughs> and uh, it was a shame it wasn't nominated for any Oscars, but also I wouldn't have expected it to. Uh, yeah. Yeah. yeah, it's interesting when you kind of lose the like hunger or a little bit of the risk. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Like, the quality can the quality in your work can kind of go down. Yeah, it's yeah. um there this, like to relate this to kind of a, a weird subject. I remember um, somebody describing like the appeal of people joining ISIS was like yeah. is like well they have everything like they have a comfortable life there's no struggle and you tell them well we'll, well you just got to fight every day for your life and it's gonna be shitty they yeah. they, they just sign up yeah right? it's like it's kind of like that and um and I oh think- no ego. I want to join ISIS. No, no. Oh, no. And now oh, the government's no, watching. Now, now the government's thanks, watching. Buddy. Yeah. Now, now my Google's is. gonna, she's not gonna be my friend anymore. <laughs> there was a guy, uh, he was a couple years older than me, I think. Uh, he dropped out of my high school or he graduated, I forget. But he joined, it might have been pre ISIS, but he joined one of those. Some yeah, one of those one weird of those, things. Uh, yeah. yeah. I mean, it makes and he was sense. just like, it's he like was. This yeah. Heroic, exciting, yeah. they pitch it as this like crazy, exciting yeah. thing. And you're like, it's like an, you have a it's boring an life. Yeah. yeah. I, I mean, like, so that's part of like one reason I. It's, it's one of the things I. As far as like everything being super safe in society, I'm like, on the one hand, like, I agree, but there's like, there should always be yeah. like some type of risk involved somewhere yeah. somewhere we can do which is yeah. why you like, should have the ability to, to die if you make a mistake yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's a weird thing yeah. about arkansas actually is like california is very safe yeah. like it's very like fences and like yeah. guardrails arkansas is like good luck like i remember going to a state park there and there was like a beautiful pond and i was like with the guy i was dating at the time and i was like look at that i just want to jump in there and he was like don't it's like a former mine. If you jump, like there's some kind of chemical yeah. thing in the water oh, that if you fine. jump in, you like will sink and drown. Yeah. And it's like, there's no sign. There's like that, yeah. nothing. So it's like, in a way you kind of, I don't know that that really relates, but it kind of was a weird, like, uh-huh. okay, you're kind of on your own right now. Like you could yeah. die. Be careful. You could die. You but, guys been yeah. watching Black Mirror at all? I okay. No. I have so never though. seen a scary, like, anything scary in my oh, life. Like, man. never anything. Horror movies. Wait, nothing. But, wait, just to clarify, I don't think Black Mirror is, Black Mirror is horror, right? But it's scary, I mean, it's, it's, it's got an element. People tell it's, me it's It's terrifying. sci-fi. It's, it's, it's kind of like a just a humanity's the horror. I remember Ooh. when it came out and people were like, 
the show's destroying me. And I was like, okay. <laughs> well, the idea is that is that the show ends and then you're looking at the black mirror of your screen and you're just oh! staring at yourself. Oh, um, oh that's so bad. I, I love uh-huh. Black Mirror, but there's a lot of things you can make fun of it for. Yeah, uh, cool. But it's also amazing. but also good. Uh, it's like, yeah. The and episode I was about to mention. Uh-huh. Oh, yeah, it's good. It's good. Uh, but also... I mean, like it, it falls, it falls into some traps. But also, I love it, and it's amazing, and I eat up every episode. But the episode I'm about to mention is one of my least favorites. But also, it totally ta- speaks to this idea. Yeah. It was actually an episode directed by um, what's her face, Silence of the Lambs. Um, Jodie Foster. Jodie Foster. It was directed by Jodie Foster. Wow. This episode. Uh, <laughs> she's amazing. Uh, this episode, not so much. But it was a, it was called Archangel, and the whole idea was this like. There's this technology you can put in your kid's head, and you can just, like, watch them to make sure that they're safe. Uh. And, and like, one day she just gets really skeeved out about it, so she just puts it away. But the technology's still on her daughter for years and years. And then, like, one day uh, she ends up, like, looking at it again because she's getting worried about her daughter. Her daughter's lying to her, like, and her daughter's, like, a teenager. And she just gets, like, overproductive and just, yeah. like, I don't know. Um, yeah. Uh, spoiler alert. Um, the daughter ends up beating her mother nearly to death with the machine. Um, wow. Yeah, you know, it's not, like, I felt like that was a really kind of <laughs> yeah. Okay. Here's a, well. Here's an interesting contrast. I might have talked about this before, but the the film Unforgiven by it's a Clint Eastwood. Oh, film. I need to see that it's movie. A, it's a it's an anti western. Yeah. Uh, which which like you know kind of deconstructs it. But one of the interesting things that relates to this is that in the uh, when he gets the call to action to go off and have an adventure again, he's yeah. an old guy. He has kids. His wife died. And this is this is all very not spoilery so far, but so when he gets the call and he's like he's trying to figure out if he wants to do it and he decides, goes and tells his kid, like ten year old kid, Hey, hey Johnny, whatever his name is, hey Johnny, take care of your sister for me. I'm gonna be back in a couple weeks. And he just leaves his farm to his like ten year old son to take care of his sister Whoa. and run everything for like weeks. Jesus wow. And I'm like that's like a whole nother level of like I can't even conceive of parents like thinking Just that like, right hey, now cool. yeah yeah yeah. It's like, yeah yeah people yeah it's so weird like you uh, it's funny i read this book <laughs> like this is so useful for my life but i read this book on french parenting yeah. like last year uh where and a lot of it's about like how french parents are way more chill and like yeah. have mm-hmm. tend to have better behaved children uh and a lot of like american parents try, will try to do that stuff and it's like oh you don't like kind of hover over your kid at the playground you like sit and talk to another adult and like other parents will like shame them for like not hovering over their child and you're like it's part of the culture yeah i I know super protective yeah yeah i don't know oh oh, man who knows what's gonna happen to all of us i'm whatever (laughs) we're just gonna (laughs) we're not gonna know how to handle ourselves and i don't know i don't know I, I try and like think like a lot like like what would I be what would I do as like a dad whenever I hear like a yeah. situation because uh, like I don't know like I'm always thinking like I want to be a helicopter parent but I also like I want to be involved I yeah. don't know yeah I don't know I mean, where the line is I, I, yeah. as I think back I'm like yeah I like I played outside and like just went far away like not that far but maybe yeah like, yeah like I, I don't mile, remember half mile. like my we, we got to roam the neighborhood around. a little bit yeah yeah, yeah. For sure yeah yeah um, I I think we're I. I don't know. 
Like, I, I didn't, I remember, like, playing in the yard and just being like, cool, run around, like, off who even knows where. Yeah. I don't know. There was a creek we used to be able to wander off to. See, that's yeah. so fun. Yeah. 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 I think I'd let my kids wander off to the creek, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I mean, if they were in, depends on the neighborhood, I guess. I don't know. I know. Uh, see, it's wild. Yeah. It's, like, insane to think about. Yeah. It's wild but, to think about. And it's, like, part of it is the fact that technology, again, it's, like, if you didn't have the technology, you would, like, it forces you to not do it which is like because there's phones and stuff like you you kind of you kind of feel the need it's, it's not about hovering but to check up on people yeah right? yeah and it's like if you didn't have that and they did you know like pretty recently and, yeah. and you just wouldn't check up on people yeah. Right? yeah my parents talk about this with like dating all the time they're like oh we didn't have like we didn't have texting so it's just like you just wouldn't hear from people for like yeah, a exactly. day or two yeah. or like you had to call someone on the phone yeah. or like Sorry, mom, but like she ghosted people hard, and like it was not a problem because she was just like, I just wouldn't pick up the phone, and that was like the only way they yeah. had of contacting her. So yeah. it's like a weird, you know. I always am hesitant to be like, oh, you have all these challenges that no generations ever had because like every generation has new yeah, weird challenges, ones, yeah. but we do. These are weird. Yeah. It's like oh, it's, no one's sure how it's supposed to work. Yeah, and like, what's good and what's bad and what's helpful yeah. and what's not. Yeah, yeah. I know. I don't know. Like every time I I go on like a date with somebody, like a yeah. first date, I always like I'm trying to figure out like when's the right time to text them back because yeah. we are we do live in a society where like it used to be I feel like a uh, uh, like a sitcom trope would be like oh there's like a three day rule or right, something yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah and I don't even know if that's a th- I don't think that's a thing anymore I have no uh, I have literally no idea I don't know. I didn't know that like double text like texting multiple texts in a row was bad until like recently. Is it bad? I don't even know. I always assume it's bad because I don't know. I see on the internet, you see sometimes, I see it a lot on Reddit where like people will post like on like nice guys in quotes uh, who like they double, then triple, and then quadruple text, like just overly texting yeah. and they're clearly overly anxious. And then I always look at that and I'm like, well, I don't want to, I don't look at all yeah. of that guy. Yeah. Um, I don't want to be that, I don't want to be that girl. I don't know. Yeah. It's uh, weird. Oh man. I just have to be like, cool, this is like how I am. If I see something funny, I'm going to text you about it. You just have to be chill. Yeah, yeah, but, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh my gosh. Yeah. It's yeah. a weird level of anxiety. It's a weird yeah, like I, new I, thing to deal with. Yeah. Yeah. For sure. Yeah. We're oh, yeah, we're yeah, in yeah. too much contact contact with each other at all points. Probably because of social media and because of texting. This is such a hackneyed point, uh, uh, yeah. cliched or whatever. Yes, it I don't is, know. But also, still relevant. Yeah. yeah, I don't know. I'm such a bad. I don't know how to text people. I don't text oh, people yeah. regularly. Like, as far as that goes, yeah, I'm like I'm not good at that. Yeah. Yeah. I, I hate, truly don't. Yeah. I hate having to respond to people. It would be something like if I were in a relationship with a person, I would have to say. Um, yeah, like, I'm bad at texting. You're just gonna have to, like, accept that I won't check up on every, on you, like, every day. Yeah. Like, other than yeah. you might have, like... I didn't realize yeah. it was a thing until recently. Like, yeah. Like, last year or two, that that, yeah. that was a thing that people would just constantly, you know, they mm-hmm. want that feedback as far as, yeah. you know, if you're dating somebody, you're seeing somebody. Yeah. I don't know. Because I worry I'll either fall into the trap of texting somebody too much, or the opposite. And yeah. I don't know which is... I don't know. I need to find the middle ground. I know. Yeah. I know. Yeah. I have no idea. I have no idea. Because, like, it's we're, we're, There's no guy. It's hopeless. Yeah. It's, it's hopeless. Uh, uh, everything like, is awful. See, and like, that, uh, that song. When people say th- random things, like, sometimes songs pop in my head. When, when people, like, don't know how to do life, I'm like, you know what? You know what song pops in my head? It's, like, the audio slave song, Show Me How to Live. Mm, yeah. yeah. 
That, yeah. that, that chorus pops into my head. Yeah. yeah. I don't know that song, but it's popping into my head right now. <laughs> oh, we'll play it for you. <laughs> so, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, heaven help us all. Heaven well, help us know, all. I have, to, I have to assume that at a certain point, you meet someone and you're like, cool, you don't care if I'm like, Hopefully you're on like a similar wavelength. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah. yeah. like compatibility. Because if it actually causes anxiety, even if they accept it, but it causes anxiety, yeah. I don't know if that's sustainable. Basically, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, yeah. Whichever way it happens. What, to go, how, right? Whatever you like. Yeah, yeah. 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 Just yeah. a communication style, yeah. probably. Yeah. Oh boy. We are we are on like ninety minutes. It's been a yeah. I, I, so I was like probably yeah. We we got to that. Steve Israel Memorial question real early, quick. Yeah. I was like on the wavelength of, oh, maybe our episode should be shorter. Yeah. And that's why I did that. Oh, yeah. And then I just didn't communicate that. <laughs> I, I mean, I got the feeling when you sent the list, I was like, this is going to be a long episode because we're going to talk about a lot of well, shit. Well, I was all, like, it was interesting I was stuff. Like, you know what? I'm just going to like send a ton of things yeah. just in case. Yeah. I like us yeah. getting options. Yeah. I, I like having yeah. the options because okay, sometimes no, people I, will I, send I, things and there's like, just three things I don't care as much Just to be clear, I didn't mean that as a bad thing. I was just like, there's a lot of interesting stuff we can talk about. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. Good. Cool. Um, so, yeah, so... We do you have any plugs? Oh, that's right. Yeah, yeah. Show plugs. Oh, man. Any any shows uh, talk about coming up? Yeah, so I guess I'm still doing Austin. Yeah, just like time, time and place. Yeah. Uh, at IO mm-hmm. uh, at 8 Tuesdays. on Tuesdays. Uh, Bond starts up again in April okay. at Laugh Out Loud. Doing a sketch show in March in Second City. Uh, oh, but yeah. I don't really know any details for that, so okay, we shouldn't yeah. have mentioned it. So I guess Jane Austen. No, yeah, Tuesdays yeah. at 8. It's fun. Do you have any social media that you want to promote or no? I I don't know, man. I guess I uh, I have an Instagram and a Twitter huh. at Kelsey Felberg, but I'm you know yeah. I don't know, man. Not everybody it's like wants thing. people to. Follow. I don't yeah, know. I get you. Don't want you don't want weird podcast listeners following. I mean, you I'm guys like, are weird. You guys are great. I love I uh, love followers. <laughs> I just is like it's like oh man, like this is so I don't know. Social media is a weird thing, dude. Yeah. Not to get on a tangent, but it is. No, it is. Anyways, yeah. I don't know how to post. Oh yeah, it's fun. Yeah. It's fun. Twitter's stupid and fun. You know? All right, so um, show plugs for me. Simply Sugar Fridays at 10 p.m. Uh, Tribe Called Johnny Quest's uh, Comedy Clubhouse on Sundays in March. Yeah. Look out for that. We uh, they rap. I make beats. Uh, that's mostly, yeah, I think that's mine. You'll catch me at most tavern on Sundays, usually, um, at the Psychedelic Rock Jam and sometimes the Jazz Jam. Nice. Uh, I'm going to be doing the CODA at CIC, the CODA show. That's at 9 or 9.30 on Sundays. It's after the student show. Um... Also, after that love language talk, I don't know, send me some words of affirmation, please. <laughs> or just like a really insightful insult that helps. Just like a good roast. And if you see me around, just be like, hey, Zach, do you want a hug? And I'll be awkward about it, but I want a hug. You know what? Oh, yeah. Yeah. We and all want hugs. Yeah, that goes you. Yeah, that goes yeah. yeah. Or at the very least, I'm a big fan of high fives. High five. A pat on the back. Person. Yeah, Fuck yeah. yes. Yeah. A pat on the back. Uh, speak to me in a love language. Um, I don't know. Uh, yeah, th- all right. that's all I got. Yeah, and uh, be sure to again like, subscribe, share with your yeah. friends if you liked it, and if you didn't like it, share with your enemies. Yeah. Uh, make more people fans of the show is the point. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and from Eco Zach and Kelsey, we're, we'll sign off. X Y Z. Bye bye. Bye bye.